celebrating our connection with our pets. This is Animal Radio. Here are your hosts, Al Abrams and Judy Francis. And the whole gang is here at your beck and call. Toll free, 1-866-405-8405 to connect with Dr. Debbie. She's our veterinarian here. She's actually the Animal Radio veterinarian, too. That's the only reason that I unleash her onto the national audience, because I, I trust her. Also, dog father Joey Villani is here. He's uh, you, We probably saw him as a groomer on uh, Groomer Has It or Animal Planet, Dogs 101. He's frequently on TV. Uh, Bobby Hill also on TV, but usually being arrested or on Cops is where you'll see her. No, One not she's not being arrested. Shows. You're actually there just following around because you're kind of a newsy gal. You, you listen to a scanner during the day, is that correct? And you go to different news events? Yeah. <laughs> are, are they only animal-related news events? That you, you would Unless we get a good naked story, because ah. you put the word naked in anything, and really? it just makes it fun. It, it really does. Also, animal communicator Joy Turner is here today, and she's bridging that gap between even that animal that you had as a child that's gone, long gone. Or if you can't communicate with the animal that you have right now, she can help you. Uh, pet travel expert Susan Sims and Vlade, the world-famous Russian dog wizard here. Also, Judy Francis. I'm here. Producing. Screening calls at the toll-free 1-866-405-8405. Today we have Loretta Swit, is that correct? Yes, we do. Boy, she's a good friend of Animal Radio. She seems... This is her millionth appearance. At least. Okay. You know, once somebody's on Animal Radio, they always want to come back. Well, I'm excited to have her back. She was, of course, Hot Lips Houlihan in <laughs> From MASH. MASH. Yeah, who could forget her? You remember MASH, don't you, Bobby? I'm one of those old people. I remember MASH. used to watch that all the time. Of course. <laughs> What are you working on over in the newsroom? We're taking a look at at PetSmart Charities teaming up with the ASPCA, and uh, I'll have all the info on it coming up in the news. PetSmart Charities does a lot of good work. I see they give a lot of... They're very cool people. Yes, love those guys over there. Wait, I have to hydrate. Hold on. Bobby Hill hydrating, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, that wasn't water. That was vodka. Vlade! (laughs) Hate when he does that. He thinks it's so funny. Oh, here, we switch out bottle. Blonde won't know. Be very funny. Yeah. <laughs> Look at him laughing over there. Yeah, he's he's not even coming in the studio. Okay, later. I'm going to get you. Mm-hmm. Just sitting there looking at me going, what? Thanks a lot. Remind me to tell you the story of my brother and his beer drinking cat. <laughs> I just got to hear now. Yeah. yeah. So, my brother, Tony, because I have two Italian brothers, Vinny and Tony. Uh, Tony. And not related to the Vinny there. Okay. And so Tony rescued these kitties that they had been declawed, and so they are permanent indoor kitties, and they're adult kitties, uh-huh. and, and they're hysterically funny. It, they're, saint, they're litter mates, a boy and a girl. And the boy cat is just huge. He's like, he is again like a 15-pound, three-foot-long cat. So he is a large, yeah. large, big, and he is just a lap baby. He loves everybody and, you know, comes up and gives you kitty head butts and all this. So Tony gets home from work the other day. Pours himself a beer, walks over to you know, check the messages on the answering machine, turns around, and there's the big boy kitty with his head in the beer mug, sure. not just doing little <laughs> licks. He has already sucked up his full head's worth and is now down in the middle of the mug of beer. Yeah. Whoa. Cats love beer. Well, you know, and <laughs> Tony kind of pulled him back and went, hey. No sucking down my beer. So we've decided we need to rename the cat. We're going to call him Norm. Norm! (laughs) From Cheers. Um, Apparently, this cat is just a beer hog. I had a dog that if you set your beer down on the ground and you turned your head, she'd walk over and knock it over and lap it up. Sure, it's the barley. you know, because it's there, yeah. Yeah. Is that what it is, Hal? I think so. Sounded like an official answer, didn't it? Didn't it? We believed you. Yeah. 
silly us. Okay. Well, if you want to connect with any one of us here, we're celebrating our connection with our pets. Dr. Debbie answering your vet medical questions. Groomer Joey Volani with your grooming questions. Animal communicator Joey Turner. Vladi, the world-famous Russian dog wizard. We're all here, toll-free at 1-866-405-8405 right now. This portion of Animal Radio is brought to you by Blue Buffalo, makers of healthy, holistic, natural dog food for dogs and cats. You love them like family, so feed them like family with Blue. Check out new Blue Basics, a limited ingredient diet formulated to minimize the food sensitivity some dogs or cats have. While maximizing the nutritional value they receive, it's Blue Buffalo. Thanks, guys, for sponsoring Animal Radio. This is Glenn Close on Animal Radio, and remember how very, very important it is to spay or neuter your pet. And I got fired, too. You're always getting fired. (laughs) Apparently, I've attitude problems, Hal. (laughs) Celebrating our connection with our pets. This is Animal Radio. You're no one in radio unless you've been fired. That's all. This is so true. 1-866-405-8405 to connect with any one of the Dream Team here at Animal Radio. Dr. Debbie is answering your vet medical questions for your dog, your cat, your iguana, your horse, whatever you have, even your swine. She knows all about it. Dog father, Joey Volani, he's our groomer here. And since we hired him, let me say that our animals look magnificent. He can help you make your animals look magnificent. I wonder if he can do anything with you, Hal. Uh, Not that you need it, but the dogs look better than you. Dr. Debbie will help me every once in a while. She helped me with the goiter last week, but uh, I don't know if dog father Joey Villani will help me with my doggy look. He'll help you with your doggy look, though. Susan Sims is here, as well as Vlade, the world-famous Russian dog wizard. Uh, who's he? He's a Russian-sounding guy that comes on the air and tells you, gives you all the good advice for your dog. Toll-free. Now, I understand his waiting list is like three months long to get... Uh, for him to t- be like a personal trainer to come out and train your dog. But or not you for you. To Today, you can call free and talk to him and ask him. What are you working on in the newsroom there, young lady? Well, we're going to take a look at what Betty White is doing to Yay. continue to help the animals because she always has and she always will. And she's got a follow-up calendar. I don't know if you remember that a year or so ago. Last year, she had a calendar out. Yeah, it was uh, Hot Guys and Baby Animals. It was, a- And that's exactly <laughs> what it was. Yes. She's got a follow-up calendar that's oh. going to come out in September. Cool. I will have details for you coming up. Ah, Betty White. She was on just a few weeks ago, and then all of a sudden uh, she was hosting Saturday Night Live just because we asked you to uh, go onto Facebook and and, and start a campaign. And so... We've launched so many amazing careers. We really have. have. Uh, Loretta Swit will be joining us today. For real, she'll be joining us. We we launched her career, what, almost uh, two decades ago? Before we were even on the air, we launched her career. Exactly. (laughs) Hot Hot Lips Ulihan from MASH. She's a big animal lover, and she's uh, joining us again here on Animal Radio today. If you want to connect with any one of the Dream Team, right now is the time to call in. Let's say you want to talk to animal communicator Joy Turner. Put your fat little fingers in the phone and call 1-866-405-8405. Hi, who's this? Hi, it's Glenn. Hi, Glenn. How are you doing? I'm good. Where are you calling from? Uh, California. Big state. Where? (laughs) San Diego. A lot of calls today from San Diego, California. Very beautiful down there today. Uh, You are on with Dr. Debbie. Uh, hi, Doctor. Uh, I have a hey, question. how are you doing today? Good. Um, what can I help you with? It's kind of weird. My uh, my dog is uh, like rubbing his bottom on the ground. Oh. Uh, you know, just kind of 
pushing along every now and then. It'll, you know, it's kind of, it's just weird. <laughs> and uh, it's kind of a movement. Uh, perhaps you've maybe seen that on television programs, on comedy channels, things like that, where they're dragging their behind. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And what kind of dog do you, is he? Uh, it's a Shih Tzu. Shih Tzu. And what's the baby's name? Uh, his name is Tucker. Tucker. All right. And uh, has Tucker done this very long? Is this something new for him? Uh, something he just started. Okay. Do you keep him clipped? Is he a, um, a groom dog, or do you have him in full hair coat? Uh, he's actually trimmed pretty short, surprisingly. Okay. And is there anything that, when he's doing this, um, does he show any anxiety? Does he try to turn around, chew his behind, anything like that? Yeah, a little bit, exactly. Okay. And you didn't mention how old he is. How old is he? Uh, he's 10. 10? So you've had him for a good spell then, huh? Yeah, I, I haven't seen him do this before. Okay. And um, is there any kind of discharge, any color that you're seeing, any blood, anything unusual down when, on the floor area when he's actually doing that scooching? Uh, not that I've noticed. Okay. Well, is the first thing that really comes to... For? Yeah, that's definitely something to look. And, you know, one of the first things I would do is step up behind him. And if he permits this, is I would kind of lift up that tail area uh -huh. and look right at his butt. Uh -huh. As unpleasant as that sounds, we want to look there um, because... Um, around a dog's anal area, they do have some glands, and they're scent glands. And um, basically, they're the same type of gland that any carnivore would have. So a skunk has glands that stink, and so do dogs, and so do cats. And they're located right around the anal area. And they're located right about, I'd say, about the 4 o'clock and about the 7 o'clock area, if you look at the behind as a, as a clock. <laughs> my, my, my dog is a skunk and a clock. <laughs> yes, absolutely. You know, any kind of uh, thing that helps visualize these things. Yeah, okay. But when you're, when you're looking at the target and you're looking there, you want to look off to either side. If you see any redness, any swelling, and, or any kind of open sore, that is something that would give us a clear indication that we have an anal gland uh, problem and potentially an infection. Uh. Now, some dogs with anal gland issues, they're, they're a gland that doesn't really do much of anything. They're really just pretty much a scent gland. And, um, you know, when dogs scoot like that, they're trying to relieve the itch. Um, so you definitely want to have your pet evaluated with a veterinarian, and they'll do a nice rectal exam, put on a latex glove, check those out. And maybe we'll be lucky, and maybe all Tucker will need is just to have those glands emptied, um, which for a lot of dogs does have to be done fairly regularly. Um, some groomers are do that as a maintenance type thing, so that's why I was kind of asking you before if you took them groomed to get him groomed because a lot of that maintenance work many uh, groomers are very comfortable doing. And, you know, it's possible because we've just stopped taking him in on a regular basis, so maybe that's what the deal is. Oh yeah, yeah, because if they've been doing that successfully and we're not keeping that up, then definitely that could play a role. Yeah, with he's I actually never really thought about doing myself. And no, you know, and I've had many clients ask me, is this something I can learn to do? Can, can you teach me? And I've had a few people that have the heart and the will to try. And it's it can be done. It's just, uh, I don't know. I'm a pet owner myself. And it's it's not something I like to look at my dog children and say, come here, let me take care of that for you. Um, it's sometimes, I think, something a professional. Um, it's best to not have that uh, breakdown in your uh, relationship there. Right. Maybe uh, uh, all the pictures, the skunk, the clock, the rubber gloves. <laughs> I'm going to take them in. <laughs> 
Now, now, if he does have an actual infection or an abscess, um, those can be kind of interesting to deal with because in many cases they actually have to be flushed out, be on antibiotics. Sometimes pets need those drained. So um, it would be something definitely I'd get on right away so we can find out if it's something on the milder end or something a little bit more serious that we All have right. to address. Well, picture me lifting up my dog by his tail. <laughs> <laughs> we'll do that. And you know the... And there's some definitely some other things that will cause dogs to scoot besides those anal glands. So um, that's probably the most common reason that we'll see uh, dogs dragging their behind across a carpet, tile. I've seen them across cement. Um, but other things can also be um, potentially parasites. Um, there are some types of worms, um, particularly tapeworms, that can cause some itchiness in the, the butt areas. Well, thanks, Debbie. Thanks for calling. I appreciate it. It sounds like uh, any, any way you cut it, you have to go to the vet on that one. Is that correct? Yeah. And, and for most pet owners, you know, checking those glands, um, you know, you, you're treading into unfamiliar water, so you really want to see a professional for that. Judy used to do that for a living. Well, she used to no. do it at a vet's office. When and... I had to, that was part of the grooming when I bathed the dogs and clipped their nails, and you... You know, eliminate their anal glands. You would. not a pleasant thing to do. Huh? No, no, many a gagging going on. You have to have quite a quite a constitution to be able to do that. Yes. Okay, so leave it to the professionals. Doctor Debbie Absolutely. is with us at one eight six six four zero five eight four zero five. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more at animalradio.com. Log on, learn more. Animal Radio is brought to you by. One Shot Plus Multipurpose Cleaner attacks everyday stains. Pet stains, crayon marks, mildew, One Shot, and it's gone. Call 1 866 734 1120 or go to OneShotPlus.com to get yours now. Hi, I'm Steve Garvey, and I'm here with my good friend, actor, and pet food guru, Dick Van Patten. Hiya, Steve. It's good to see you. Dick, my two dogs have been on your natural balance for years. They love it, they look great. So what's the secret? It's simple. Our formulas are developed by top nutritionists and based on scientific fact. And then they're made with the best ingredients. It's just a winning combination. It is. Just like Russell to Lopes to Garvey. <laughs> Thanks for that. Hey, everyone. If you love your pets like I love mine, try Natural Balance. When it comes to controlling cat box odor, there's no such thing as good enough. Buy the best or smell the rest. In other words, get World's Best Cat Litter with patented formulas made from whole kernel corn. World's Best Cat Litter is 100% natural and scientifically proven to deliver unsurpassed odor control, compact clumping, and longer-lasting use. See what a difference just one bag makes. And for a limited time, save big when you buy. To download a coupon, go to worldsbestcatlitter.com slash radio. Why read a newspaper in the age of the Internet? Because you take the time to think things through, like your love of animals. You want to know where your voice and donations can be most effective. Animal People is the newspaper for people who care enough about animals to give real thought to how best to help animals. Request your free sample copy at www.animalpeoplenews.org. 
Let's face it, life happens from spills to pet stains. One Shot Plus Multipurpose Cleaner attacks everyday stains, eliminating the need for other cleaning products. Pet stains, crayon marks, mildew, One Shot and it's gone. Safe for the environment, your pets and your family. Call 1-866-734-1120 and mention Animal Radio. That's 1-866-734-1120 or go to OneShotPlus.com to get yours now. Hi, this is Ed Begley Jr. on Animal Radio. Live green is best for you, your family, and that includes your pets. Animal Radio celebrating our connection with our pets. 1-866-405-8405. Dr. Debbie answering your vet medical questions. Dog father Joey Volani with your grooming questions. Animal communicator Joey Turner and Vladi, the world famous Russian dog wizard. You can email us during the week, Vladi, at AnimalRadio.com. Vladi checks all his email. All of our email addresses over at the website at AnimalRadio.com. And including some discounts. We have uh, some promo codes and discounts for some products you may get for your pets all over at the website, as well as a bevy of information. If you haven't checked it out yet, please check out AnimalRadio.com. Which one are we going to, Judith? Line one. Dennis. Hey, Dennis. How are you doing? Actually, it's Cindy. Hey, Cindy. How are you doing? Hi. I'm fine. Um, <laughs> I've, I've got a, um, a problem with my dog. Okay. Uh, he, he's a German Shepherd. Oh, um, Cindy, you are with Vladi now. Cindy, German Shepherd, we cannot fail with you here. We just cannot afford it. That's Go your ahead. favorite dog, isn't it, uh, Vladi? Yeah, my, my favorite, and I have my own German Shepherd. Well, Go ahead, Cindy. Uh, well, I actually, about two years ago, bought two German Shepherds. They were brothers. Okay. And one, I drive a semi with my husband, so the one that I keep on the truck with me, he was the one of the litter, you know, and he was a lot smaller, and he was a little weaker than the other, and I fell in love with him when I bought him. And one stayed at home with my bro- with my son, but this other one stays on the truck with me. Well, I got sick, and I had to go home, and for a while, he stayed home with me. And the two brothers actually played and everything together. They, you know, um, then we ended up having to put him back on the truck. Now that he's back on the truck, we have tried to take him home, and the two are wanting to fight. Okay. And a matter of fact, the one I keep on the truck with me, the one that's my baby, he hates all other animals. He doesn't want any other animal to come near me. He he growls and... and he thinks he think you're his bone in his possession. <laughs> he needs to be... You are the source of his resources. Um, if he allow your husband comes to you close? No, he, he's fine with my husband. But he's, he's also... He, he's a little picky about animals coming. Any person, like me or my husband, whoever's sitting nearby... What about other people? Other people, he's fine. He, he doesn't care. He loves other people. Okay, but he loves the people animal. he doesn't like and other dogs. Okay. Uh, and so, so let's put it in the simple terms, uh, Cindy. There is a lot of information which you gave me is relevant, some of, some of them not. So let's make just like a KGB. I will ask you just what, what I am interested in. So wh- when, when it started? Wh- how long ago? It started uh, a couple of months ago when I put him back on the truck. Mm-hmm. What happened a couple of months ago before that happened? Any um, changes? The only reason we put him back on the truck is because uh, 
they, the two of them together had gotten trouble at home. They were chasing. I see. I got it. At what age they started that fight? At what age they started that fight? That two, about two years at old. At two. So before two years old, they were okay. Yes. Yeah. Okay, how the second dog, who is uh, basically a victim from what you are telling me, so he is okay with the rest of the dogs beside, uh, the, uh, the, beside your German Shepherd one? Yeah, he's fine. He, he, he's a lovable. He, he doesn't hurt uh, any okay. other animals. As a matter of fact, uh, the other animals that we have at home, he's kind of their protector. Okay, and when they start to fight, um, how easy for, for for you to take them apart? Any casualty, any holes? You need to go to the vet. How that happened? Well, I haven't let them get together that far. Cindy, I, can I, I ask you a question real quick? Are they neutered? No, they aren't. Oh, well, <laughs> there you go. You know, you know <laughs> even for the KGB, yeah. that's, that's a pretty pretty top of the mind question there. Exactly. And the next question is why? Well, I just hadn't done it. Um, and I'm wondering, if, will that solve the problem if they, if I neuter them both? Uh, you know what? Uh, you should you should neuter the one who is less dominant. I think you should get them both neutered, don't you think, Claudia? I mean, I, I know you know if I would follow the rules, uh, what you want me to, that's what I would should, that's what I should to say. But uh, because in order for me to help that person, I need to tell okay. her what I think. To okay. Do. So you think and the the one that uh, the the aggressive one should be neutered? No, the other one. The other no, one. Another one. Okay. Another one. The, okay, Cindy. Here's what happening is here. You have a pack mentality is going on. Uh, first of all, you've got two boys. That was not smart idea in the first place. It's always better to get the boy and girl, okay? Yeah. Uh, when the girl is bitching the boy, boy normally accepted. No fights. Okay. Of course, the worst situation would be, worse than that would be getting two girls. Because nothing worse than the fighting among the bitches. I have to tell you that. That could be ultimate. <laughs> Okay. Now so, <laughs> Okay. Uh, now, two boys. The good thing about fighting among two boys, they may be making a lot of sounds, like you said, but nothing gets into the serious, really. That's more about like two roosters to show who is the hot, who is the not. Uh, now, on top of that, the dog who doesn't get along with another dogs, here's what, here's what you need to understand, and everyone who's listening to us. Dogs are born on one side of the scale or another, naturally. See, it's a very hard for Americans to understand because you guys strongly in your genes, you believe everyone is created equally, but in reality, that's not. No one is created equally. Everyone is created differently. So the dog, for us European, it's not, uh, it's not the new thing. So in, anyway, uh, dogs, they are always born or naturally better socialized to, uh, toward another dogs, get along with another dogs, and be a little bit on the cautious side with the humans. Or loving the humans, love the humans, and be a little bit bitchy toward the dogs. And uh, very rarely you can see both, or both bad or both good. <laughs> so here, this is what you have. Now, if they got along well before, there is a still great possibilities they can get along nicely uh, uh, and, and now as well. In order for you to do that, now it's very, very important. Number one, which uh, we already, I already mentioned, your less dominant dog 
needs to be neutered. Why? So this one you almost gonna play like between male and, and female type of the relationship gonna be because you don't want to decrease because what's happening is more dominant dog, less dominant dog in your presence or in presence of your husbands. Basically, he's organizing alliances with you because most dogs. Why, why the dog fights? Because of three things. Number one, about food. Number two, about toys. Number three, about uh, humans' attention. Okay, so most it, it it's uh, almost all the time the fights happen when the people comes in. My suggestion is to increase the distance between dominant and submissive by by neutering submissive one. Okay, that would really help you out in the big way. Now there are also three things to make your dog love each other. It's like for the humans people. Number one, sleeping together. How they can sleep together? Come on, no, they can. If you if you're gonna get two crates and put them together side by side, not the plastic one, people, the regular one, like metal one, and make sure you, they sleep together all the time side by side. That's the number one. Number two. Eating together, I would feed them in the crate at the same time. And number three, working together. I would work one dog at a time, and after that, I will start to work with two dogs at a time, having both of them on the leash, make them f- go through routine. Let's go, sit, stay, calm down. You probably need to have some professional help to hire some trainer. Private trainer will be much better for you than going to the classes in your situation because you probably will never be able to get your uh, aggressive dog uh, under control in the classroom. So get the private trainer, train one dog at a time, and start to work with two dogs at a time. Remember, people, sleeping together, eating together, working together. There are three definitions for success in your cases. 1-866-405-8405 to talk to any one of the Dream Team here at Animal Radio. Uh, let's, uh, let's take care of some calls with Joy right now, our animal communicator. We have Vicki. Hey, Vicki, how are you? Hi, good. How are you? Very good. Where are you today? Um, I am traveling through Idaho on my way to Boise. Okay. How can we help you? I have the good animal communicator right here. Well, I have a Boston Terrier who was nine years old, and she died on March 17th. I came home from work and um, found her in the yard, and I just wanted to know if Joy could um, give me any insight on that. And um, Vicky, tell I don't, me her name. Her name was Bogey. Spell that for me. With D-O-G-I-E, Bogey. Okay. Okay, and she says what you're looking for is how she went? Yeah, um, or, you know, I hope she, I hope that she went peacefully. I don't know. I have I have six dogs, and, and um, you know, I don't know if something happened with them. They usually all got along pretty well. And well, she tells me that there was no trauma, that there was, it was, basically pretty peaceful for her and she thinks if you remember looking at her body her body looked peaceful would you agree with that yeah she said what she remembers is being in the yard feeling a little bit funny and i was asking her to show me what that means what she actually felt like taking a deep breath and on the side she literally just laid down and left and it felt to Mm -hmm. me what she was showing me it felt like a heart thing okay so i think her heart just stopped yeah, because out- outwardly she seemed to be in pretty good health. Yeah. So it was kind of a shock. She felt very good, she wants you to know, and she said that actually if 
you have to leave your body. She thinks that's a perfect way of doing it because you're basically having a good time. She said even when she was leaving, she wasn't afraid. Uh-huh. She just took that deep breath, and as she sighed, she laid down and just went right out of her body. And okay. She well, that makes me feel a little bit better because she was in a, in a peaceful position, just like she was laying, resting. And basically, that's exactly what she was doing. She wants to know if there's something that she can say to you that could help you feel better because she thinks sometimes for the people left behind, it's easier if there's like a long, drawn-out illness or some something that the human would look at and say, gee, I'm going to be really happy when she's not in that pain or in that whatever anymore. And she knows she wasn't like that, so she wants to know if there's anything she can talk to you about or tell you that would help you feel better. Um. I don't know. I just really miss her. She said, do you know that she hears you whenever you think about her or talk to her? And she said, do you know the other... Oh, so you drive truck? Yes. She said, the other thing is she can be in the truck with you now. No, that's comforting. (laughs) And she said she's perfectly willing to do that if it's not going to basically freak you out to feel her there with you. Um, I I have two of my other dogs with me right now, and she is... Sometimes I do feel like she's here. She says, well, she does come, and she'll keep coming as long as it's not going to freak you out that basically a dog with no body is in there with you. (laughs) That would be fine. Vicki, I'm I'm sorry we're running out of time here. I I hope that answers some questions for you today. Yeah, it does, and I have a very peaceful feeling about that. We we send all our love to you today. 1-866-405-8405 to connect with any one of the Dream Team right now. This is Animal Radio. This is an Animal Radio News Update, brought to you by World's Best Cat Litter, the only litter made from whole kernel corn. I'm Bobby Hill for Animal Radio. The ASPCA has teamed up with PetSmart Charities to pledge $5.2 million to be given to local clinics across the country. The goal is to provide low-cost spay and neutering services. The company has combined their efforts with North Carolina-based Humane Alliance. They're a leader in high-volume spay-neuter services. Their response team has already trained close to 80 local organizations to perform high-quality, low-cost spay and neuter services at community clinics. The grant will be given out over a five-year period. And the Dublin Zoo has been the target of some pretty immature pranks in the past. Hal, I was wondering if you were involved in this. No, uh, I Two can't years say. ago, called their switchboard. A lot of callers <laughs> calling, asking to speak to Anaconda, <laughs> Rory Lion, or Mr. G. Rath. Oh, that was me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> two weeks ago, a 10-year-old Humboldt penguin was taken from the park's enclosure. The good news is Kelly the penguin was found after her abductors dumped her on a city sidewalk. Aww. Police and zookeepers were able to track her thanks to a microchip implant. The vets gave her a checkup, and she's now back with her mate, Mick the penguin. And when Peter and Birgit Weissmantel decided to foster a cat at their suburban home in Portswood, that's near Southampton, England, they had no idea what they were in for. Oscar, the 13-year-old adoptee, has a problem. He's a kleptomaniac. Ever since Oscar showed up, there's been a crime spree with items being stolen from gardens and clotheslines. Oscar was bringing home the gifts. Those gifts included, but were not limited to, a paint roller, a knee pad, builder's gloves, women's underwear, and at least 10 pairs of kids' underwear. (laughs) On average, according to his owners, Oscar commits 10 robberies a day. Wow. And I said his owners, yes, they've decided to keep him permanently. They've tried to return most of the items. I'm Bobby Hill for Animal Radio. Get more breaking animal news at AnimalRadio.com. 
This has been an Animal Radio News Update brought to you by World's Best Cat Litter with a tip for keeping your pet safe. Watch out for objects that your pet may ingest like yarn, string, dental floss, and ribbons. Although these objects appear harmless, they can cause an intestinal obstruction and can be fatal. Get more tips at www.worldsbestcatlitter.com slash radio. You're listening to Animal Radio. one 405 to connect with any one of the Dream Team here. Now, in a few minutes, Joey Volani, ladies and gentlemen, will be joining us. Well, he's actually, he joined us in January. He's, we put him in a closet. He actually sleeps in a closet over there. We pull him out every weekend. No, we don't do that. He has a house. He's a groomer extraordinaire, and he grooms all our animals here at Animal Radio, and he wants to help you groom your animals at home on the cheap, and he can do that. He has great tips that save you money. And uh, today he's telling you how to pick a groomer. And that can be very, very critical. How to pick the right groomer. If you pick the, the wrong right groomer. groomer. What, yeah. what could happen if you pick the wrong groomer, Joey? Well, <laughs> you said it before. You can have um, a dog come home without an ear. Um, you can have a dog come home with um, skin infection. You can have a dog come home with fleas. You can have a cat come home with fleas. Um, it's a lot of things. It's like, you know, dropping your kid off at a bad daycare. Now, when you used to judge groomer has it, were there any groomers on that show that perhaps you thought you would not take your pet to? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes, there was, actually. Actually, there was a, there was quite a few of them um, that, I, that I would never have taken my pet to. What was the biggest offense? The biggest offense was not really paying attention to the dog while it's on the table. Okay. When, we, when we used to teach... The whole thing was is you always had to pay attention to your dog. You always had to be within arm's reach. You never turn your back to the dog. Uh-huh. You don't pick something up. I mean, the safety loop. Has to, I mean, there's a lot that goes into it. It's not just, you know, giving a haircut. If your dog is not safe while it's getting a haircut, I mean, I know groomers where, where the pet has died in the salon. I oh, mean, no. who wants to, you know, who wants to? You know, send the dog for a haircut, and you know, Mrs. Jones. I'm sorry, but um, we have bad news for you. Oh, oh. so you're going to help us pick a good groomer before the end of the show, today? Ab- absolutely. Okay, that's all coming up with Joey Volani, ladies and gentlemen, exclusively on Animal Radio. If you want to connect with any one of the Dream Team right now, do it toll free one eight six six four zero five eight four zero five. I believe we have John on the phone. Hi, John. Hi. How are you doing? Very good. Where are you calling from? Uh, I'm in Tennessee at the moment right now, so if I do lose you, I do apologize. I'm up in the mountains. Well, what's up with your pets today? Um, I have a uh, five-and-a-half-year-old Doberman, female. Sweetheart. We've had her since uh, newborn. Um, okay. The problem we're having is we we get her groomed once a month, and within a week later, she starts to smell like a sock, Ooh. an old sock. Oh, yikes. <laughs> yeah, and I was just wondering if is it something she's lacking in her diet? Is it something that we can do to uh, change that, or or is that just a normal thing? Okay, so she's not sleeping with dirty socks or anything weird. Like <laughs> she just kind of naturally smells. No, uh, actually, we we bought her a really nice doggy bed. She has her own bed. We alternate. We have two beds for her, so we alternate and wash them and. She's always in a clean bed. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I guess the, you know. what does her skin look like? Does she have any kind of uh, hair loss, oiliness, creasiness? Uh, do you, when you touch her, uh, any particular part of her body, does she smell or is it all over? It's just all over. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, my wife does a lot of entertaining um, through her business. 
And when we have people over, you know, where it's uh, everybody's looking at each other's socks and <laughs> <laughs> they're all looking at each other like who stinks? Oh yeah, no! Jen, can so, I ask you also if you like if your dog likes to uh, kind of roll over roll, in the grass, roll, roll in the grass and the worms and stuff? Is that what you're talking about, Vladi? Because I know that Ladybug does that, and boy, does she stink after that! Yeah, you know what? Because the dogs <laughs> have the hunting instincts um, that mask masquer them, like they want to be actually, close to the nature, and it's happening with my dog sometimes. That's what I does your dog? Well, actually, we have a, a pretty prissy dog. She doesn't like to get dirty, and when it's raining out, she actually. Absolutely refuses to go outside. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's I didn't know so not too likely. No, it's it's like a real musky smell though, and it we're not okay. sure what the what the cure for that is. Well, I think the first thing that that I would look at is um, anytime we have a bad odor, we can't find a cause. Um, I, I do actually like to get really close to the pet, and believe it or not, I like to get some samples from the skin and look because some pets can have problems with yeast infections. We can get uh, staph infections or types of bacterial infections. Um, and there are some dogs, and um, Dobermans kind of fit into that, where they can have problems with their oil glands and their skin, where they can have an excess production of some of these oils um, for some pets. So, okay. so that's a possibility as well. But I would definitely say we'd want to do a test called an impression smear, where we look at all the skin surface under the microscope, look for any organisms, because I, I've definitely had dogs we've had to put on medicated shampoos and types of medications to help correct those things. And then there's always a certain pet that might even have some weirdo condition, like a condition called sebaceous adenitis, which creates a smelly, greasy coat. Um, so okay. I would definitely say that's where I would be going with things. Um, get some samples and make sure we're checking things like teeth and, and uh, anal glands, too, because those are really uh, potent sources of odor from dogs, but if you're describing more of that kind of wet sock kind of smell, then then I like yeah. to check for yeast, and yeast is a pretty stanky thing in a dog. Yeah, well, and actually, our um, where she gets groomed at is a really well known place, and they do the anal glands, and so we know that's not a problem. Um, good, we've good. got that much from our groomer, and her teeth are actually. Very, very white. Uh, we give her the clear rawhides, and that keeps them really clean. Um, Good. But she does flake a lot. I don't okay. know. Maybe that's something new to do with her skin. Yeah, yeah. I would definitely say that that will be worthwhile because it's hard to say, let me just tell you this shampoo or that shampoo. Um, it really would be an individualized thing that we'd want to find out what's going on on her skin surface. And it's such a simple type of a test, but it can really give us oodles of information on what's growing or what's going on on your baby's skin. So I would definitely pick up that phone and line up that visit with your veterinarian because I think we could probably do some things to help her out in, in a lot of different avenues with shampoos. And, and and actually, sometimes we can over-shampoo, too, so that can actually make some conditions worse. So let's get to the vet and find out what we're scratching about and what's going on. one 405 To connect with any one of the Dream Team could be Dr. Debbie with your vet medical questions or dog father Joey Vladi with your grooming questions, animal communicator Joy Turner, or Vladi, the world-famous Russian dog wizard. We're all here at your beck and call, and I believe we're going to which one, Judith? Going to line one. Diane. Hey, Diane, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Very good. You're on with animal communicator Joy Turner. Hi, Thank Diane. You. Hi, Joy. What can I do for you today? Well, we have a cat, and um, she's been missing since yesterday, 
and I guess we just want to find out if you can give us any ideas where she might be. Okay. Missing cats often take a long time, but tell me her name, and I'll see what I can get for you quickly. All right. Her name is Mojo. Mojo. And what city and state are you in, Diane? Um, I'm in Paulsbo, Washington. Oh, okay. Hmm. Okay, the first thing I typically do with missing animals is I ask them where they are in relationship to their body, and she shows me that she is still in it. Oh, which good. Which is a good thing. And the next thing I typically do is I'll put an energy loop on them and attach that. It's like a harness made out of energy and attach it to your house, which I don't have your address right now, so I can't do that portion. Okay. Um, and what she's showing me, first off, is something that looks like taller grass. Not really, really super tall, but not shortly mowed either. Okay. So um, she's also stationary right now. She's not moving around a lot. Okay. And she doesn't feel like she's very, very far from you. Okay. So she doesn't feel like she's miles or anything from where you are. Yeah. Normally, if I call her, she comes running within a minute, so. Yeah, and she's not heard you call, so she's far enough away she's not hearing you. Okay. And I can help you more with that, but you would need to be able to get directly in touch with me because um, it sometimes can take hours to work with missing yeah. animals. Okay. How does someone get in touch with you, Joy? I, I need to mention this. During the week, if somebody wants to have a session with you or visit you, how can they do that? They can do that a couple of ways. They can either go to talkwithyouranimals.com, and there's all my contact information in there, or they can call me at 360-894-5000 or email joy at talkwithyouranimals.com. Very good. Okay, I hope, Diane, that you find uh, your furball there. one 405 8405 to connect with any one of the Dream Team right now. This is Animal Radio. As your best friend settles into middle age and shows signs of slowing down, SeniorPetProducts.com is there to help your senior pets live to the fullest by providing the latest news, information, and products for health, wellness, comfort, and mobility. At SeniorPetProducts.com, you'll find everything your aging pets need from vitamins and supplements to diapers, boots, and accessories that'll make their senior years more comfortable, all at the lowest prices available. Thousands of products for the life of your pet. SeniorPetProducts.com. Ladies and gentlemen, we at Litter Robot are pleased to announce our new spokescat, Cousin Vinny the Cat. Thanks. It's good to be here with you guys talking about this here Litter Robot that automatically cleans up after us cats do our business. And what would you like to say to our audience about the Litter Robot? My owner seems to be saving up lots of cash now that he's not buying so much cat litter. Plus, I don't have to put up with that stinking litter box smell no more. With Litter Robot, I get clean litter every time. Uh, right, Vinny. The Litter Robot saves on litter and eliminates odors. And seriously, the chicks dig it. Okay. Vinny, where can our audience buy a Litter Robot? Well, you gotta go online to the Litter Robot website and order one. Then Litter Robot guys don't even charge you for shipping. That's great. People can just order a Litter Robot online at www.litter-robot.com. Animal Radio listeners can now save $20. Just enter Animal Radio as the coupon code when checking out. Thank you, Vinny. We look forward to hearing from you again soon. Yeah, anytime, pal. We get lots of food samples here at Animal Radio, so we can be picky about selecting a healthy food. If you're a regular listener, you know Ladybug is one finicky diva. When we got a sample of Stella and Chewy's, the healthy ingredients were there, but would she eat it? I'm here to tell you she ate it as fast as we put it down and begged for more. We feel good about feeding our dog Stella and Chewy's, and we want you to try Stella and Chewy's, too. Visit StellaandChewy's.com or call 888-477-8976. That's 888-477-8977. Dogs or cats? 
horse or emu. Animals are people too. Is your mule giving you trouble? Biting, kicking, basically being stubborn as a, well, mule? You may have to go to mule school at Pierce College in Woodland Hills, California. Instructor Steve Edwards says the biggest problem with mules is that most people aren't smart enough to be around them. He says they're not really stubborn, just smart. People all over the country have taken the school's $42 week-long class at the school's equestrian center. You can learn mule riding, mule packing, how to treat diseases, and how to communicate with this very unique animal. Edward says mules can do anything a horse can do, but only if they feel like it. I'm Britt Savage for Animal Radio. Animals are people too. Animal Radio. Hey, this is Big Ant from Rescue Inc. Remember, spay and neuter your animal and abuses are losers. Now back to Animal Radio. You getting her to purr? Slater's in it's studio. A it's a him. He barged in. He head-butted the door and barged in. The animals around here think they own the studios. Don't they? Pretty much. I believe they do, Hell, It's like we work for them. I'm feeling that way. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that's the way it is. Hey, listen. They're in charge. It's time for Dodge Journey's Pet Destination. And I, I don't want to give away the pet destination that I think that I like because, frankly... Like. It'll get crowded. Everyone will head on out there, and then it'll be full. So I'm asking you for your. You're such a hypocrite. That's the way I. That's the way I will. You know. Selfish house. Ma- selfish. House. Maybe someday I'll share my <laughs> Dodge Journey pet destination with you. But right now, it's up to you at one eight six six four zero five eight four zero five. Did you know the Dodge Journey has won the 2010 Pet Safe Choice Awards with fold down stain resistant seats, a chill zone glove box cooler for drinks? Ooh, yeah. Wow. Stain resistant <laughs> yeah, seats. Yeah, with your dog. That right there. And multiple storage options with removable removable washable liners it's easy to see why the dodge journey is the best car for every member of the family even those with tails one 405 hi who's this this is bo hey bo how are you doing bo i like that like bo oh, derrick something like that okay bo yeah are you going to share with us where you like to take your dogs or your cats or your iguanas we're not speciest here whatever animal it is you like to take out on the road well, we have two black labs, and we like to take them hiking okay. all over Los Angeles, and we also like to take them to the beach. They absolutely love the beach. Now, is there any particular beach or hiking trail or just Well, LA? hiking, uh, there's lots of different trails. Uh, one of our favorite places to go so they can frolic with other dogs is Runyon Canyon. Runyon Canyon. Never heard of that. Where is that? That is in the Valley Hills. <laughs> okay. So if you have labs and they like to get out and have fun... You might want to think of taking them to Runyon Canyon for a hike this week's Pet Destination of the Week. Hold on a second. I have uh, some prizes for the dogs. one 405 8405 if you want to participate next week in Dodge Journey's Pet Destination of the Week. Here's a fact. 17,000 years ago, the first dog was domesticated from a pack of wolves. Here's another fact. The Dodge Journey is a domesticated crossover, a direct descendant of our muscle cars. The Journey recently won the 2010 Pet Safe Choice Award, an honor decided by humans and dogs. Was it the stain-resistant seating, the in-floor storage bins with removable and washable liners, or is it that dogs relate to this vehicle? Hi, this is Steve Garvey on Animal Radio. 
Remember to spay and neuter your animals. Thank you. Celebrating our connection with our pets. This is Animal Radio. Everybody, this is Susan Sims with Fido Friendly Travel Talk on Animal Radio, where we talk about the travel and lifestyle of your furry best friend. And our first guest is Daryl Roth. She's co-producer of the film My Dog, An Unconditional Love Story. Hi, Daryl, and welcome to the show. Hi, Susan. I'm glad to be speaking with you. Oh, it's my pleasure. So tell us about this. Who stars in the film and what makes it so special for dog lovers? Well, the, the concept of the film is is to explore the relationship that we all share with our dogs, but we've focused on a group of well-known New Yorkers, Glenn Close and Richard Gere, uh, Greg Luganis, Chris Maloney and Richard Belzer, Didi Khan and her son Danny, uh, Cindy Adams, Isaac Mizrahi, Nellie Mackay, Edie Falco, Billy Collins, Livingston Taylor, and... It's actually a tribute now to a dear friend of mine, Lynn Redgrave, who passed away just a bit before our our DVD was presented. And we're just so happy that her story with her dog, Viola, is part of our film. What I, I loved about this film is... I think a lot of us are starstruck, and when we see celebrities or people whose names we recognize or or whose work we've enjoyed over the years, mm-hmm. to see them with their dogs is so special because they're, it's just them. It's just them and their dogs, and you can you can see the bond. I think you're right, and the fact that they are their truest selves. You know that people like Glenn Close is down on the floor playing with her dog and having this moment, and and just. All of the people that gave us so generously of their time, they're just so natural and at ease and, and feel their very best when they're with their dogs. And it, it just, for us, seemed like a very interesting way to, to kind of get behind the scenes and, and be able to talk to people on a level that just brings out the best of themselves, we think. Where can our listeners purchase the film and learn more about it? Well, there are three easy ways. Uh, first, they can go on to docurama.com, which is our distributor, docurama.com. They can go to amazon.com, and they can check out my own website, which is Daryl Roth Productions, Daryl at RothProductions.com. And if they click my dog, they'll see lots of information about the film and also how to how to purchase it. That's great, and I understand you're giving away a DVD to three of our lucky listeners. Yes, with pleasure. And then I'm going to ask your viewers to tell everyone they know <laughs> about it. And spread well, the good I think word. I think we can help accomplish that. So be be one of the first three callers to call us at one eight six six four zero five eight four zero five to win the DVD of My Dog, an unconditional love story featuring stars like Glenn Close, Richard Gere, and the late Lynn Redgrave. Once again, that number is one eight six six four zero five eight four zero five. Thanks, Daryl, for taking the time to talk with me today. Thanks, Susan. I appreciate it, and and look forward to speaking again. Thank you. For more information, please log on to DrRama.com. Uh, line three has Sherry. Hey, Sherry, how are you doing? I'm doing great. How about you? Good. Where are you today? I'm actually in Milwaukee, Oregon. Mil- Mil- Never heard Mil- of Mil- Milwaukee? <laughs> wow. Okay. Well, how can we help you? Well, I got a brand new uh, Yorkshire Terrier puppy. She's Aww. nine weeks old. Aww. Send us a Congratulations. picture. <laughs> Thank you. She's the love of my life already. <laughs> And my curiosity is, how necessary is it to deworm them? I mean, 
would it be better to take her stool to the vet, have them check it, or is it just something that is just done? Well, uh, you want to do both, and you probably just don't like the reason that your vet says you, you should do it, right? <laughs> well, I just don't see the necessary to give them medicine they don't need, so. Okay, good. I thought maybe you just had a problem with, like, someone telling you what to do. And oh, no. <laughs> But no, yeah, it is very important to do both. Now, there's a couple reasons for that. One is that we know we need to deworm puppies because they can get worms, which can be passed from their mom or which they can acquire from their environment. Now, sometimes we may pick this up in a stool sample, so we always want to check a fecal sample on a new puppy. That is very important. But we have to recognize that that may not always show when we do have worms. Some types of parasites have different life cycles where you may get a negative fecal at one time and you can get a positive at another. So a a prophylactic deworming program is basically where we give a planned sequence and series of deworming treatments to help prevent that pet from getting an infestation in the first place because there's a lot more consequences once that happens. So deworming as far as for puppies, um, you know, and I understand your concern for not giving necessary, unnecessary medications, but this is really both a pet health issue and a human health issue. And all I'd have to do is show you some really gory pictures of uh, children or people that have acquired parasite-driven diseases because their pets carried uh, some kind of parasite. Now, there's no reason to be freaked out by your puppy, your puppy, but we can really protect both the puppy and the humans in the household by um, embracing that uh, deworming program. But yeah, I get that question a lot. Can't I? Can I just you know do the test and skip all the deworming? And it just it really doesn't give us the same result, and we're putting ourselves in a false sense of security there if if you get a now, negative fecal. Do I get a different result from her bowel if she has them, and I give her the medication, or will I not notice anything? Uh, if you mean if you're deworming her, will you get a... Well, if I'm deworming her and she actually has worms, will I get a different reaction than if I deworm her and she didn't have them in the first place? Potentially, yeah. And that's why we will um, do repeated dewormings and repeated fecal testings. And depending on what part of the country you're in, uh, you said you're in Oklahoma? Oregon. Is that what you said? Oregon. Oregon. Oh, one, one of those O states. One of those O states. You threw me off with a whole Milwaukee thing, so I'm kind of <laughs> <I know. laughs> geographically handicapped here. Yeah. Um, it's near But in different parts, <laughs> different parts of the country have greater parasite burden. So, you know, in your area, you may need to be more vigilant than in some areas, such as, say, Las Vegas, where we have different types of parasite threats. Not that we don't have any, but there's different things for different areas that can be a, a bigger risk. So um, I would certainly work with your veterinarian as far as what kind of protocol they are recommending for you. And okay. uh, don't be afraid of deworming. It is, it's a very important thing, and it is a wellness thing. So it basically is to prevent illness. Okay. Okay. Thanks for your call, Sherry. 1-866-405-8405. Please send us pictures of your new family member. We like to post them over at the website. (laughs) (laughs) We're all so proud of them at that age. 1-866-405-8405 to talk to anyone of the Dream Team. Uh, Loretta Swit will be joining us today. Hot Lips Ulahan from Mass. She's a big animal lover, and she's uh, joining us again here on Animal Radio. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more about today's guest at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. Celebrating our connection with our pets. This is Animal Radio. 
You can go turn it on. Turn on the air conditioning. Yes, it's hot in here. It is hot. Is it hot in your news there? News booth? I have my own little cooler going. It's not only filled with ice-cold beverages, but it cools off the room if you leave the door open. I don't understand it. Bobby Hill, ladies and gentlemen. She's Animal Radio's news director as well as social networking butterfly. And if you, if you Twitter us, uh, she, she's in control of all the Twittering that goes on here. She's the Twitter queen. As in control as I ever am. And then you do the news here, all animal-related mm-hmm. stories, too. And uh, you're working on something with Betty White. Now, she was on just a few weeks back, and then all of a sudden, right after she was on Animal Radio, she just got this sudden flurry of publicity. People said, you know, she's on Animal Radio. Maybe we should have her on our show. Suddenly, And then she hosted Saturday Night Live. Saturday Night Live. Did you see the coincidence there, Hal? It's unbelievable. (gasps) It's really unbelievable. She's my my most favorite body broad ever. Is she uh, bearing all for a calendar, I understand? She's bearing it all. You like to, you know, Hal... (laughs) You don't have to make everything dirty. Uh, no, I don't, but I always bow to the lowest tries. common denominator. She's making a calendar that benefits animal welfare organizations. Hello. Okay. Well, she's always been with that Morris <laughs> Animal Foundation that does great research yeah, in cancer. Right. right. She's been there for years. Good stuff. Well, she's in the news. What else you got going on there? I found the story about... A three-year-old black lab named Fletch down uh-huh. south in San Diego. And he had been found in a uh, dog pound in Idaho. And the National Disaster Search Dog Foundation tested him, and they found out they he had a certain penchant for finding things. Like they knew he had that crazy black lab gene that they, they I know, for. I know. Black labs are weird that way. So what, do you, what would he look for? Sort of a hyperactivity, but just... He will not give up. And they basically took one of his toys, and they put it up in a high tree, and he climbed the tree to go get it. Oh, my God. So that right there makes a good search and rescue dog. And uh, just last month, Fletch was one of the dogs that passed the test. And uh, the Federal Emergency Management Agency, FEMA, he's got his certification. Just 12 dogs passed. And he is now a search and rescue dog. That crazy black lab who ran up the tree to get his (laughs) toy. He's now working with one of the San Diego area uh, firefighter paramedic units. And he's a search and rescue dog. congratulations, Fletch. He has a partner, a black lab named Stella. Ah, like as in (laughs) Stella and Chewy's. I know. Huh. How cute huh. is that? Well, congratulations, Fletch. Let's uh, let's dedicate this show today to Fletch. To Fletch. You know, I used oh, to, that's so nice. Yes. I used to work for the National Disaster Search Dog Foundation. Did you? Was I that <gasps> Judy. I didn't know that. Yeah, they're out of Ojai, California. They're so multidimensional. I've Scenic been around. Yeah. Yep. 1-866-405-8405. Dr. Debbie's answering your vet medical questions. Uh, dog father, Joey Villani. What are you working on today? You, well, you got a tip today for us? I mean, we don't have to do it now. We'll just do that sort of tease thing. You know, the yeah, I, yeah. I do, but it sounds like you're in trouble here. I am a little bit. And uh, frankly, as soon as the, the break happens here, I believe the big boss is going to be talking to me. And um, yeah, I if I'm not here. when I walked in. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know what? I, I'm going to. I got a lot of calls, um, or I should say emails on my website about people who's asking me, how do I find a good grooming salon? And I'm going to give you the tips what to look for, oh. all the triggers. And basically, how to find the best salon possible um, before you even have to go through the process of getting your, your pet groomed. You won't uh, end up like that guy who had his dog's ear cut off and glued back on. With when super glue. Yeah. The ones that you pick with the tips that Joey gives you will be good salons. Be- uh, absolutely. Yeah, well, no remember, super- it's, an un, it's an unregistered or unsupervised um, yeah. industry. Regulated. 
say really? that's the word. Oh. Is that ever going to change? I don't know if we're going to see it <clears throat> in um, okay. our lifetime, personally, but um, I hope it does. I really hope it does. Seems like even our Supercuts gal needs to be certified <laughs> to give me that six ninety nine haircut. You would think someone oh, that was... I had a bad one. Oh, did you? I had a bad look at my, look at my hair. <laughs> look at my hair. I mean, I really had a bad. I had a bad um, trim from them, mom. Um, and I, I don't think I it looks that bad, bad, really. It's just you know, I don't know. It's uh, uh, you know, see, see, I can always depend on you, Hal. Yeah, you're always know what to say, the right thing. Well, it's after last week. I'm just really on edge. Um, <laughs> you know, yeah, he's agreeable with everything. You know, my wife is still, still very embarrassed about that, but we won't go there. I'm sorry about that. Uh, let's just forget that ever happened. Well, water under the bridge, okay? <laughs> Mum's the word. This is Animal Radio. Celebrating our connection with our pets. This is Animal Radio. Here are your hosts, Hal Abrams and Judy Francis. Thanks, big guy. I wish I felt as cheery as you do today, and you always sound. He's always very consistent, that guy there. He is, isn't he? He's drunk. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a little tired and today. And I mean that in a good way. <laughs> we stayed up late last night, and not drinking necessarily, although we did drink a little bit, and we watched Whale Wars. We love that now. Yes. That's uh, what Our we do here. Our favorite show ever. Not just because we like Bob Barker, and he likes us, and he... Gave them this old Norwegian whaling ship that's now their secret weapon and all that other good stuff. But it's a very cool show. If you, There are parts of it I can't watch, though, Hal and I. Yeah, we'll, we'll yeah, turn I, our heads. I wish I could watch it, and it's not the blood and gore that I can't stand. I get seasick watching it. Well, yeah, okay, well, we're going to have to do is get Judy one of those little patches for oh, yeah. under her ear yeah. so she can watch, watch the show. Watch it with you guys. Yeah. I wish they had bigger weapons, Oh, ship, though. sorry, you know, ship. We need bigger weapons. You know, point well taken, yeah. Hal, but we don't want to be... <laughs> Deadly. We don't. Want, we need suggestions from our wonderful listeners because I know there's a lot of ex-black ops out there that can help with this. Ah. We need some non-lethal weapons that can be used by the Sea Shepherd crews against the whalers, like Ryan Seacrest. We could send Ryan Seacrest out there just That'd to be just awesome. talk with just a microphone. The annoyance factor alone would stop them. <laughs> Guido's uh, giving me the signal to move on here. As a, all right, yeah, Doctor Debbie's here answering your vet medical questions at one eight six six four zero five. 8405. Also, dog father Joey Volani. Very scary looking guy. Just walking back into the studio now. Ah, he's a pussycat. Uh, he is a pussycat. Uh, Bobby Hill working on news. Animal communicator Joey Turner. And uh, pet travel expert Susan Sims as well as Vladi, the world famous Russian dog wizard. We're all here. Toll free. Today, Loretta Swit is back. It seems like she was on, what, six weeks ago? She's back. And uh, Hot Lips Hulahan just can't stay awake, can she? She's uh, talking. Feels like she was just on. Yes, she was six weeks ago. It seems like it didn't even seem that long. No, it doesn't. But she'll be joining us again very, very soon. Also today, the Dodge Pet Destination of the Week. If you'd like to be in on that, tell us where you take your pets. Give us a call at one eight six six four zero five eight four zero five. Uh, Bobby's working on news about Betty White, our good friend Betty White, who also was on within the last few weeks. Mm -hmm. Uh, She's doing a brand new calendar. She did one last year. It was Hot Guys and Baby Animals uh, to benefit the Morris Animal Foundation. She's going to do another one this year. What's it going to be? I have no idea. I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't. I don't want to see hot guys and baby animals. I mean, all the baby animals are cute and everything. Gosh, we can do a yeah, hot guys, baby animals volume two. As far as I'm concerned. 
You like that? Yeah, huh? I'm ready. Yeah. I'm ready to pose. Are you ready to pose? Ready to pose. Have, has yeah. she contacted yeah. you yet, Joey? We're gonna get you. you know, I, my phone's been busy, but um, oh, somebody's okay. been trying to break through. Right. Uh, anyway, so that's coming up in the news in just a few minutes with Bobby. If you want to talk to any one of the Dream Team right now, give us a holler. It's toll free. Marilyn, hey, how you doing? I'm doing fine. Nice to hear from you. Where are you today? San Luis Obispo, California. Really? This is our hometown. Are you listening on KVEC or XM? Well, I just came in from outside, so I'd be close to the phone. Oh. But it would be KVEC. Very good. We love our affiliates all around and, of course, a hometown station. How can we help you? Dr. Debbie is right here. Well, I have a almost 12-year-old dog. Her name is Zoe. She's Australian Shepherd, no, excuse me, Queensland Healer and Chow. And she has the body of a Queensland Healer, but the red hair of a Chow, but Ooh. no black tongue. Very and interesting mm-hmm. sounding. She must be a furry gal then. Well, she's been losing hair. I've been trying to give her flaxseed oil. It helped before. I don't know why, but she goes through periods of hair loss. Mm. But that wasn't the reason I was calling you. Okay. Um, but that's that's another thing. Um, Zoe likes variety in her dog food. I always get her good food. But occasionally, and she'll do this maybe several days in a row, um, then maybe not do it for two or three weeks. But she'll take the rug that she lays on and covers the dog food bowl. With the food in it. <laughs> okay. So. And and this is the food that she's been eating. So is, is yeah. it something that you're switching the diet and she's covering up a, a recent change in the food? No, because she'll, I, you know, give her different varieties, but she'll be eating it, and then all of a sudden she'll decide to cover it, and she'll scoot her blanket over it and <laughs> cover it, push it under a table. But she definitely covers it. And so I tell her no, because sometimes she knocks over the water bowl in the meantime. So um, I have no idea why she does that. And Mm -hmm. she's very smart. You know, she's never um, given other problems. But. Well, and I'm not really sure that this is a problem per se. I, I think what Zoe's doing in this situation is very likely uh, just a natural instinct. Um, you know, dogs and cats, you know, they, in the wild, they want to actually make sure they get their own food and they want to either save it for later or they're going to keep it away from any predators or competition that might be coming around. So burying their food or at least hiding it isn't an unnatural behavior. So um, she may very well just be just displaying that kind of instinct. So uh, call it a personality quirk or what have you. But um, now if she wasn't eating that food, then I often see dogs and cats both that will try to cover up um, a food if they don't particularly like the smell of it. And I can tell you firsthand, I see that in the hospital setting all the time when I have a nice prescription healthy food I want them to eat and they come up to it and they just look and sniff and those feet start covering the towels over the food. And that's a really a saying a I don't really care for this very well. You know, the smells, I just don't want this. But I think in your situation, she's probably just trying to hoard that for later. Well, I know she never empties the whole bowl at one time. Ah. You can leave her food out all day. There you go. And 
so she'll eat a portion and keep the rest for later. But um, she seems to like it when she has flaxseed oil in it, and Mm -hmm. that had helped with her hair a while ago, so... Okay, so that's it. It's it's pretty common behavior. I guess Ladybug, the studio stunt dog, does this, Judy? She takes out, if she has little chunks of food, she takes it out and she hides it around the living room in her blanket and stuff. And then I'll see her like an hour later. She'll go and she'll eat it. She's very busy working. This is her job, really. No, she buries it. Forage and bury. I'm afraid if I ever move, I'm going to find chunks of food all over the place that I don't know about. Well, Zoe does that, but she'll just leave it takes them out and leave it right beside the bowl. I think she's really smart. She just gets the blanket and covers it. That's uh, We teach that one to Ladybug. Keeping it fresh. Well, thank you for calling and listening yes. today on KVEC, Maryland. one 405 to talk to any one of the Dream Team. That could be Dr. Debbie, Joy, Susan, Bobby, or even Ladybug, the studio stunt dog. She's a pretty smart dog. Dogs or cats, horse or emu, Wondering if your dog or cat is stressed out? A Japanese company has developed a patch that purports to measure the stress levels of dogs and cats by detecting excessive sweat secretion. The patch is applied to the center pad of the animal's paw and changes color depending on how sweaty the pet is. The company, which makes a similar patch for humans, says it worked with researchers at Toyama University to study the sweat patterns of dogs and cats, which secrete sweat from their paws. Is it just me or does this sound a lot like a mood ring? I'm Britt Savage for Animal Radio. Animals are people too. Animal Radio. This portion of Animal Radio brought to you by Herb Springer's Quick Release Dog Training Collar. Very humane, very gentle. Find a store near you at AnimalRadio.com. Ladies and gentlemen, we at Litter Robot are pleased to announce our new spokescat, Cousin Vinny the Cat. Thanks. It's good to be here with you guys talking about this here Litter Robot that automatically cleans up after us cats do our business. And what would you like to say to our audience about the Litter Robot? My owner seems to be saving up lots of cash now that he's not buying so much cat litter. Plus, I don't have to put up with that stinking litter box smell no more. With Litter Robot, I get clean litter every time. Uh, right, Vinny. The Litter Robot saves on litter and eliminates odors. And seriously, the chicks dig it. Okay. Vinny, where can our audience buy a Litter Robot? Well, you gotta go online to the Litter Robot website and order one. Then Litter Robot guys don't even charge you for shipping. That's great. People can just order a Litter Robot online at www.litter-robot.com. Animal Radio listeners can now save $20. Just enter Animal Radio as the coupon code when checking out. Thank you, Vinny. We look forward to hearing from you again soon. Yeah, anytime, pal. When I went looking for a quality, allergen-free dog food for Roscoe, a friend told me about canine caviar. Being a born skeptic, I examined every ingredient and, most importantly, made sure it drove our dog's taste buds crazy. Here's the lowdown. Canine caviar is holistic, allergen-free, with raw dehydrated meats, herbs, fish oil, and flaxseed for health and joint support. Good food for Roscoe from a company I can trust. Ask your pet store for canine caviar. Learn more at caninecaviar.com. When Animal Radio picked America's top vet, they wanted to make sure that your animal's health came first. That's why they picked the Paso Robles Veterinary Medical Clinic. 
treating animals for over 50 years with the latest diagnostic tools in their full-service hospital, the Paso Robles Veterinary Medical Clinic always puts your pets first. Call 805-238-4622 or visit them at PasoVets.com. That's Paso, P-A-S-O, Vets.com to get the best care for your pet. Celebrating our connection with our pets. This is Animal Radio. So there's no recalls this week. Actually, the Merrick Squares have been recalled this week. So the little dog treats, right? Yeah, I'm telling yeah, you. But should... I was thinking the same thing you were that that because I was looking around and there was no, you're right there was no recall that that was announced at yeah. least this week. Well, we uh, we wanted to start that big segment recall of the week brought to you by Ipecac. <laughs> the uh... get it. Okay, explain what syrup of Ipecac is. It makes now. you throw up if you eat poison. Oh, Maybe that's th- lovely. When you were a kid, if when you ate your pencil or your 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 nickel or something you weren't supposed to eat, and your mom gave you Ipecac, and it's made from a plant what? that is just like the most I've gross, disgusting stuff, and it'll make you vomit on right. How right what did it. you eat as a child? All kinds. Of, I put things in my mouth. I was a dog. They know their world by their mouth. Yes. And you were pretty much the same way? I, I still put everything in my mouth. Now get that mic out of your mouth. Stop sucking on the electronics. Dr. Debbie's answering your vet medical questions. Dog father Joey Volani with your grooming questions. Animal communicator Joey Turner and Vlade, the world-famous Russian dog wizard, standing right next to me now. How you doing, buddy? Hey, I'm doing great. I just a little bit feel myself like, you know, a really bit because, uh, you know, after training crazy dogs all day yesterday, uh-huh. you know, very tired. I need vacation soon. Yeah, you know, you work, you're like one of the hardest-working dog trainers that I know. If you live in L.A., he could be your trainer. Southern California. Yes. He said, you can contact him through that uh, email address. Right now, he's answering your questions. We have Stephanie on the phone. Hey, Steph. How you doing? Do you mind if Hello. I call you, Steph? How are you? I'm doing fine. Where are you? Uh, right now, I'm coming into Knoxville, Tennessee. Oh, that sounds nice. Is it hot there, too? It's nice. Just right it's for not, you. It's not hot. It's very nice over here. Okay. I understand you have a reserved collie? Yes. What's going on? Well, he's about eight months old. And we've just gotten him. Uh, he was raised by a uh, a gal who does show. So he walks beside you, but he's Velcroed to your leg. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, um, when I go to play with him, he just looks at me like I'm crazy. Like, yeah, right, lady. <laughs> and um, I was just wondering how I could loosen him up. He listens. He answers to his name. Um, Stephanie, Stephanie this, is the Vlad- Stephanie, this is the Vladi first. Let me pick up uh, the microphone and take the charge in my hands. Are you a truck driver? Yes. Wonderful, wonderful. Uh, and um, just let's cut to the meat. So what is the problem? What do you, don't you, like, I'm like, I don't know, sometimes I feel myself like I'm, like, represent psychic hotline or, you know, Dr. Phil of the dog training or something in between. But, uh, you know, I try to figure out some, sometimes the things without seeing that. And I always call it, like, behavioral diseases and would be nice to see them. But in a lot of cases, because um, from my international experience doing it for now 30 probably, Two years already, you know, time flies so fast. And five countries around the world, it's becoming such easy for me because they are repeating. There is no unique situations. So let's we just try to help you out quickly and easily. Just please be concisive, and uh, I will try to pull out of your information um, like a KGB, just in, uh, in your answer, and the short sounds 
bite. That, that, that thinks we'll be okay. able to really embrace the picture from different angles. So, how old is your dog? Quick. He's eight months old. Oh, okay. So, baby still. Uh, did you raise that or you adopted it? No, I've just gotten him about two weeks ago. So, the new dog. Okay. What don't you like about your dog? Uh, he's just kind of standoffish. He does not, uh, my other dogs are very happy to see, I mean, he's not that he's not happy to see us. He's just, uh, he's just not sure of us. He's not Exactly, skittish. because he's you don't have kinda... too much bonding. You don't have too much bonding exactly. here. Exactly. Okay, and those breeds, they are by nature, they are not Democrats, they are not Republicans. They are very independent. And uh, they don't take anything on the face value. They're very manipulative. You know what the manipulative means? It's wife learns yeah. to do it eventually if she's successful, but that's topic for another show. Well, you know, the husband could learn that, too. I'm a pretty manipulative husband, I'll tell you that. Oh, you know, come on, hell. In America, happy wife, happy life. That's okay. the husband, because, you know, okay. I, I always tell my clients, you know, you're lucky you have American husband. You don't want to have European husband. Okay. Yes. Uh, we can talk about it another way. <laughs> I, love, I love that topic, too. Okay, I'm like Dr. Phil of the dog training. So let's talk about your situation. Okay, so again, so you, you're asking me right now how to increase the bond between you and your dog. Am I right? Or yeah. I, can do, I can go through that. And give me a one behavior problem you want to fix quickly. I'm guessing uh, it's that Velcro thing. Him yeah, always sticking it, next to your leg, huh? No, I want yeah, to put it, put it in the shoe. Like mm. right close to you and you nearly fall over him. He does not uh, step away from you which I understand that some of the training that he's received to do show, but, um, you know, how do, how do I loosen that up? He's just so he, very he's serious. Constantly wants to, he constantly wants to, uh, to, to, to be close to you? I'm just not getting uh, this problem. Uh, could you put it yeah, in plain English? Yeah, it's like, yes, he will not walk away like other dogs go and sniff and check things out and everything. He's like, because he's been trained for the show ring, that he is like right there by your leg. Uh, millions uh, pet owners will be jealous to you. I just will, would like to let you know for this <laughs> yeah. behavior. Because for the rest of the... <laughs> as a matter of fact, I've trained dogs to, to do exactly the same thing because they all they, they, they do vice versa. So you're lucky on that. It's a, such a... You know, right now, I would not... I can tell you how to stop it, but I would not suggest it at this point of, in time okay. because you want to you wanna create the bonding right now. And I don't want yes. you to create any negativity, any negati neg negative Emotions right now on your part will create negativities uh, on your future relationship. Here is what I would do to do soft transition. I would invest some money in the crate. And if you're a truck driver, I would not allow that dog sitting too close to me. Uh, I mean, uh, she will be close to me, but not touching me all the time. You basically t tell your dog, take your paw out of my body. Okay? So you got to okay. put this... Yeah, and I would get this really inexpensive, like uh, uh, from the cloth, like uh, from transportation type of the crate, uh, crate. You can pick it up from any pet store. And uh, this is what I'm going to do. And now to increase the uh, bonding, uh, every time when I stop, I will get my dog out of this crate. I will bring my dog outside. I will definitely give him something delicious treats. Okay. okay. If you vi if you're visiting Animal Radio online store, you will see what we recommend. We have a really really upscale treats. The dogs will betray its own mother for yes. those treats. 
Okay, so that's what I want to do. Now our treats, which we recommend, comes from the special cellophane bag, which you make the noise he knows, like Pavlov dog. Oh, this is the gel- delicious things comes from my mommy. Okay. Exactly. Thank okay. you, Hill. So I would also do a little bit uh, working with my dog because you have a working breed. Uh, I would do color and leash and put the color and leash and a little bit. Let's go sit, stay. Of course, I would use the. I would not use any compulsion at this point. I would use just treats. Do very nice obedience training. Remember, people sleeping together, working together. Eating together, for instance, create the social bond. For instance, you stop by uh, and you have a, your sandwich for yourself. Don't give your sandwich to your dog, but give the same treats or something delicious to your dog. Make sure while you're eating, your dog is eating. Eating okay. together, sleeping together, playing together or working together, create social bond. Sounds like for the humans. So the, those three things will really help. Now, my dear, if I, I just want you get, um, you know, all positive impression about this conversation and useful solutions. You do these things for two weeks. After two weeks, you will be, have a good bond. And after that, if your if your puppy, if your dog still wants to chase you around like a laser beam, here's the quick solution. Um, uh, get the product by name Pet Convincer. Pet Convincer. Uh, this is emit spray of sound and air, like a pss, like this. And at any time he touch you, just momentarily act like typical American girl would act. Don't touch, don't harass. I will sue you. Pss. <laughs> what okay. hell? A Russian government told us before we immigrate, don't touch American girls, they will sue you. But Americans' boys told me that was Russian propaganda. American girls wants to be touched, so I was confused. <laughs> so anyway, this is what it is. You push the button, the com- uh, air comes out like a snake, and the dog will stay away from you from that time. You say, good girl, good boy, just be around and be done with that. But don't do it for one, at least two weeks. Okay? Give okay. it some time to okay. bond there. Thank you, Steph, for your call today. one 866 405 to connect with any one of the Dream Team. I always think of you, Bobby, when I hear this song. I, I don't know why. Check it out. Animal Radio is brought to you by Blue Buffalo, makers of healthy and holistic natural food for dogs and cats. You love them like family, so feed them like family with Blue. And Blue's new Blue Basics, a complete nutritional limited ingredient diet. If your animal's sensitive to some ingredients, you want to get the most nutrition, check out the new Blue Basics from Blue Buffalo. Listen, because it's so hot, we're all out there soaking up the cool pool if you have a pool and sometimes the dogs they like to get in the pool too some dogs can be very proficient so i mean doing the dog paddle some are very good and you don't have to worry about them getting into the pool but you should never leave your pool unattended with the dogs for sure one of the yeah and you know i actually just had one of my long-term favorite pets uh, come into the hospital mm-hmm. and shared a very moving story with me about uh pool safety that we all should listen to it has a good ending right because i don't like bad endings uh, yeah good ending okay good Tra- Trader is an 18-year-old poodle I've been seeing since I came into the veterinary world. And um, he was actually invited me to his birthday party recently, which uh, I politely had to decline oh, because um, yeah, I had other engagements. But it was very nice, I thought. But anyway, so he 
has fallen into the pool on previous occasions. He's Ooh. older, has arthritis, has some vision problems. So his mom got him equipped with a product, and the product is uh, called Safety Turtle. Oh, yeah. And it's basic. Yeah. We, I think we've spoken of this uh, product before. Uh-huh. It's basically a collar that is alert um, to a s- system when the pet is submerged in water, or when the collar is submerged in water. Uh-huh. So in the middle of the night, they hear the alarm go off, and they run outside, find the dog in the pool, and are able to have a positive outcome and he's fine and safe because of that he's a heart patient we don't need all this kind of stuff so what a difference that could make and that peace of mind so um i i just think that is a wonderful thing and pool safety is always important teach your pet how to swim not all dogs know how to swim, so really? this is an extra assurance. And how exciting. Yes. Very good. Okay. one 405 if you want to connect with any one of the Dream Team. Say you have a medical question about your animal. Well, that'd be Dr. Debbie, uh, or maybe it's a grooming question. That would be Dog Father Joe? Joey Villani. Yes, of course. <laughs> Making sure we're all on track here. Uh, if you're following along on the home game of Animal Radio, you can go ahead and move your piece forward. Animal communicator Joy Turner is also here, as well as Vlade, the world-famous Russian dog wizard. Toll-free, 1-866-405-8405, right now. This is Animal Radio. This is an Animal Radio News Update, brought to you by World's Best Cat Litter, the only litter made from whole kernel corn. I'm Bobby Hill for Animal Radio. One of the country's leading provider of companion animal services, Pet Health, announced that it has paid out over $10 million in claims Ooh. to assist newly adopted pets. This is really cool. It's the Shelter Care Gift Program. It began about eight years ago, and it was designed to help cover the veterinary needs of pets that are adopted from animal welfare organizations. The gift covers the pet's vet visits for the first 45 days. Wow. And it is aimed at reducing the number of pets that wind up being returned to shelters due to illness. So, good program. And if you love animals and are currently unemployed, listen up. The Bureau of Labor Statistics expects jobs to grow by 21% in the animal care sector. Americans continue to spend what money they have on their pets. 45 billion bucks last year alone. That's according to American Pet Products Association. As a result, jobs in animal or pet-related industries have outpaced others. Good news is most of these jobs do not require formal training, and workers can choose their own hours. The bad news is there's a slight increase in work-related injuries. And the ever-youthful and body Betty White, my favorite, has been honored by the Los Angeles Zoo Association, even dubbed the ambassador to the animals of the City of Angels by the mayor. And now, she's a calendar girl. Ah. Betty White has will release a 2011 calendar coming up in September. It is packed with poses of the 88-year-old actress and Saturday Night Live hostess for a mere $12.99. Those proceeds from the sales are going to benefit the Morris Animal Foundation. That's an animal welfare group that Betty White is the trustee. And this isn't Betty's first calendar. Last year, she released Hot Guys and Baby Animals. I'll let you figure out what it was. I'm Bobby Hill for Animal Radio. Get more breaking animal news at AnimalRadio.com. This has been an Animal Radio News Update, brought to you by World's Best Cat Litter. Your home can be full of hazards. Here's a tip to minimize dangers. Keep antifreeze out of reach. It has a sweet aroma and taste, but can be fatal. Also, be careful when using baited pesticides. These products are scented to attract pests, but can also lure our pets. Get more tips at www.worldsbestcatlitter.com slash radio. Animal Radio is brought to you by Natural Balance Pet Food, the finest food you can buy for the health of your pet. No matter which line of Natural Balance Pet Food you choose, you know it will truly be the food for a lifetime. 
Visit www.naturalbalance.net to learn more. The whole dream team is here. Dr. Debbie answering your vet medical questions. Dog father Joey Volani. Bobby working on news. She'll have a story about uh, California's new state law passed this month requiring pet insurers to disclose more details to pet owners. Oh, my God. You don't want to get me going on that one. Uh, you know, how I, maybe I haven't told you how I feel about government, but... Well, now, how do you feel? I mean, uh, which side do you sit on? Because what they're trying to do is they're trying to force health insurance companies to disclose their policy limits, uh, especially where it pertains to pre-existing conditions. Now, which side do you... Isn't are, that a good thing for it? For you us? know, it... it it would seem like that, but you know, an, a well-educated pet owner, if you do your due diligence and research, I can tell you that some companies cover pre-existing conditions, some don't. That's something you ask before you sign up. It's not something they hit you with after the ah, fact. Okay. It's really, for me, it's just keep the government out of pet insurance. They screwed up human insurance enough. Uh, so <laughs> It's the hot <laughs> temperatures right. in Vegas, isn't it? It's, it the temperatures are getting Ooh, a little bit tested. Pal. You know what's some great legislation that's happening right now? against the crush What is good legislation? I don't know. <laughs> the crush video legislation. It's been going on yeah. for years. It just come to a head last week when it became sort of a, uh, a First Amendment issue. And then this week, they're reporting on a story, Bobby will have this in the news, about how actually the banning of the sales will be the key point for making that illegal. Mm-hmm. You know who introduced me to Crush Videos was Loretta Swit. Yeah, and she was, explained to us what they were. And we actually are honored to have her back on the phone today. Hi, Loretta. How are you doing? Hi. How are you? Yes. What a sad thing that was. I, I remember um, we talked about that. Now, what do you think about the legislation that's going on right now to, to really come down hard on that? Oh, well, you're, you're asking me? You're asking I know me how, how I feel about it. <laughs> yeah, I, I think it's an abomination, and uh, we have to find a way to, to crush, crush videos. Um, but I, it, it is always um, so disheartening that any group of people would get together to make money this way, to, to come up with this horrendous idea to, quote, entertain some sick group of people. I mean, it just is appalling, and you start to lose faith in your species, you know? I understand you're working with HSUS. Uh, that's right. We're here in Sonoma to um, attend the event that the Jordan Winery is uh, throwing for us, Big Bash throwing for us tonight, this evening, and uh, it's going to be wonderful. You know, there's nothing like an outreach program to uh, teach new new friends what our problems are and how they can help us with the solutions. I understand that Wayne Pacelli is, is on the phone. I sure am. Hey. How are you doing? Hey, buddy. How are you doing? So tell me about the new campaign. Well, the Sonoma event tonight at Jordan Winery, which is a beautiful winery in the Healdsburg Valley in Sonoma County here in Northern California, uh-huh. is the is the site for a fundraiser for us to help support some of our hands-on programs, our veterinary services programs, and our emergency response programs, but also what we call our Making History programs. These are programs built around big-picture change, stopping the seal hunt, combating puppy mills, and uh, and going after factory farming practices. So Loretta is here, and we love Loretta so much, and we're just so grateful to have her here. And Pierce Brosnan is going to be up here in Persia White, and uh, we wish everyone could be with us uh, tonight. 
Uh, fighting the puppy mills is an ongoing battle. Um, the uh, situation with the seal hunt, I've been involved in that for years and years. Uh, it is uh, a blight on our society that we, we we must stop, that we cannot allow it to continue. So we have uh, a lot of battlegrounds here. And I encourage listeners to check out the website at humanesociety.org. It's been a while since we spoke. Uh, how are the animals at home? Uh, do we have any new additions? What's going on? <laughs> Let's see. At last count, we have we have four. We have three cats and a Yorkie, but the Yorkie uh, could really count for three more dogs. But she's uh, right now, she's um, back in training because she slipped a little, and I took advantage of being away this weekend and put her back in with her trainer to learn um, good manners. And uh, I have my one uh, Turkish Angora cat is um, um, uh, diabetic, so mm-hmm. she's at the vets getting checked out because she's tough. She has turned it around. She's off of insulin. Oh, she's off so of it. Just, yes, indeed. Wow. I'm so awesome. proud of my little girl. And she's not a youngster. She is 15 years old. So she's turned it around, and uh, she's remarkable. And the other two are fighting it out at home. <laughs> <laughs> got to love that. Oh. Yes, you got to. You do. I don't... I. I can't imagine life without uh, little things running around the house, and it's amazing. Um, you you feel well. You have four. If two are not there, you're okay. But the cacophony of sounds last night there was there were two sounds missing. Oh, you know, mm-hmm. and it, it's it's amazing how you how you. Um, uh, integrate with their souls, with their spirits, you know. They're family members. Oh, They're yes, you notice us. when one is missing. It's oh, not absolutely. the same. Even the other animals notice when one is missing. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Well, my my two cats, Anubis and Sahara, were with me last night. They were delighted that uh, Munchkin was off at the ranch. <laughs> getting, getting. They were delighted. You know, this little terrorist who chases them around and and so they hopped on the bed and said, I'm so glad, Mommy. Why doesn't she stay for a few weeks, you know? <laughs> and I got to say, I love the idea that you sent your doggy back to school because I send my dogs to college, and I think they come back. They get a great appreciation for training, and they really make great pets that way. So oh, good for yes. you. <laughs> oh, yes. And, and you know, uh, it's also a question of sometimes uh, it comes to saving their lives. If she doesn't listen to me, if she doesn't obey my commands, and let's say she runs out in the road, and if I yell at her and say, sit, stop, and she sits and stops on a dime, then I can go get her, and she's safe. You know, this doesn't happen. My house is pretty dog-proof, but I'm giving an example of mm-hmm. maybe she maybe she pulls herself out of the leash one morning or something. It's imperative that they're like children. They need to know what what good behavior is and and uh, essentially it comes uh, down to saving their lives and, and, mm-hmm. and in a situation we are with loretta swid and wayne paselli uh from the hsus loretta swid of course just from tv fame and, and a great friend of the animals and uh, we're just about to head off to news here with bobby she's working on a story about uh, the gulf and cleaning it up the latest attempts i i was uh up yeah. in alaska when during the exxon bill so i know what it entails for the animals. I was there scrubbing little animals, mm-hmm. uh, scrubbing the oil off of the animals, and it is, uh, oh, it's a 
terrible, terrible thing. Well, Wayne, you want to talk about this? Well, it just shows that energy production comes with its costs, and I don't think any of us imagined that you could have a spill continuing to dump this volume of oil into the environment you know, so many weeks after it was discovered. I mean, it's truly, truly a horrible uh, circumstance. We'll be dealing with it, I'm sure, for years. I think mm -hmm. the Gulf is in real jeopardy, and I think we're really starting to see more animals coming in to the four uh, centers that have been set up for oil and wildlife. And I'm going down next week to, to do an assessment, but I really uh, I'm sick about it all the time, as I'm sure all of your listeners are. Sure, it's, well. it has the potential to be the worst disaster in history. I mean, it's uh -huh. it's uh, really uh, atrocious. Um, it's still going. If you just, I know. If you just yeah. had the oil, uh, the, the gallons of oil that are dumped from midnight this morning until midnight tonight, it would be a terrible disaster. It's been going on week uh -huh. after week. It just seems like we'd have the technology to be able to cap that somehow. Oh, one would, would think. think. One would think. Mm -hmm. it's, it's so deep in the ocean. It really it's incredible. It's hard to reach. Really, yeah. Okay, Wayne, we appreciate all that you're doing there, and, and let us know after you go down there what uh, what your take is on it. Loretta, thanks so much for joining us again. Thank you for inviting us, and uh, thank you so much. The animals. Thank you for what you're doing. We'll speak to you soon again. Check out the website, humanesociety.org. We have more Animal Radio on the way. As you all know, many, many emails. I would like to address two most common for the last few weeks, okay. which I received. People asking me, Vlad, what the heck dog training color you are always recommending? And my answer would be Herm Springer. It's a German. Herm Springer dog training colors. Ah. Very humane, very gentle. Create a gentle grip for the neck. Imitate a doggy mama bite. Will not hurt, will not harm your pets. And this is the would be starting point of dealing with unruly pets. I highly suggest you get for your little terrorist pinch yeah, color. A very bad attitude. We can keep complaining or we can take the actions. This is the only color I solely approve. They are very humane. What is the name of it? Prong color with right. quick release by company Herm Springer. And that's spelled H-E-R-M-S-P-R-E-N-G-E-R. -E -E and, of course, we have links at the Animal Radio website. Got it. Sometimes people are crazy. Dogs are okay. That's for sure. <laughs> Fido-Friendly is the travel and lifestyle magazine for you and your dog. Each bi-monthly issue includes hotel and destination reviews, health and wellness topics, dog training advice, and the latest fashion trends. You can find Fido-Friendly magazine at Borders, Barnes & Noble, PetSmart, and Petco, or simply go online to FidoFriendly.com and subscribe today. Fido-Friendly is the only magazine dedicated to the travel and lifestyle of man's best friend and the only magazine your dog will thank you for. When I went looking for a quality, allergen-free dog food for Roscoe, a friend told me about canine caviar. Being a born skeptic, I examined every ingredient and, most importantly, made sure it drove our dog's taste buds crazy. Here's the lowdown. Canine caviar is holistic, allergen-free, with raw dehydrated meats, herbs, fish oil, and flaxseed for health and joint support. Good food for Roscoe from a company I can trust. Ask your pet store for canine caviar. Learn more at caninecaviar.com. Celebrating our connection with our pets. This is Animal Radio. 1-866-405-8405. Joy, is there any instances where animals just don't want to talk to you? They're like, mind your own business. You know, I have never had one say that. I did have one that was so angry at this person 
he didn't want me to even have the phone to my ear while he was talking to me, so I actually had to put the phone down and walk to the other side of the room oh. to talk to him so what? he wouldn't think he was talking directly into the ear of his person. What did his person why, do to him? Why was he angry? Yeah. He felt like his person had snubbed him ah. and treated him in a way that was not according to the way their relationship had been. Okay. So he felt like she didn't love him enough anymore. Okay. okay. Wow. Uh, we have uh, Cindy on the phone. Hi, Cindy. How are you? I'm doing good. How are you? Very good. I have Joy Turner, animal communicator extraordinaire here. How can we help you? Well, I've got a little kitten that I rescued, and uh, I've had her for about a year now. And she was missing for a couple of days. And when she came home, she had this, uh, her hind leg, the bone was sticking out, and I had to... Uh, take her in, and they had to wound up amputating her leg. And I just would like to find out what had happened to her. She's such a sweet cat. And tell me her name. Her name is Alex. Mm, she's a very quiet kitty in my mind. Usually, they're a lot more talkative than she is. Yeah. Um, so this must have recently happened because she's still feeling the trauma of it. Oh yes, yeah. She's that's probably why she's so quiet because I'm having to keep her in a kennel right now and. And keeping her quiet so that, you know, she can heal. Okay. Do you know that you might want to do um, things like some rescue remedy, which is a flower essence, and there is um, a thing called tea touch which is a way of basically kind of massaging her ears. You stroke them between your um, bent index finger and your thumb from the base of them all the way off the tip, and that can help her come out of that trauma a little more. Okay. You might try both of those things for her. Um, she's feeling really miserable right now. Yeah. And like she did a really bad thing, and she shows her leg being caught somehow, but she's not showing me the how, just the feeling of it being caught and not being able to get it loose. Possibly jumped down from something and got it caught, okay. Yeah, possibly. Okay. Um, and right. now she's, you need to talk to her because she's feeling like now she's, um, I want to use the word deformed or somehow not acceptable, not okay. Oh. And like her life is never going to be the same again. So okay. I can tell her these things, but I think it would be good if you would tell her quite often during the days that many animals can have three legs and they have a perfectly wonderful life. Okay. And there was nothing that she did that was wrong. It just happens to be what happened. Okay. And She's still wonderful. She's still beautiful. You know, all those kinds of compliments that you would pay her. Okay. And tell her that you love her just the same, no matter how many feet or legs she has. Yeah. That kind of thing. So you're going to want to bolster up her self-image because right now she's pretty much feeling her life is over. Oh, and she's too young and beautiful for that. Yeah. Yeah. So you've got to really talk to her go, a lot. Go give her a hug right now and talk to her, will you? I will okay. as soon as I get home. Thank you Cindy, so very much. Thank you for your call. Thank you. one 8405 to connect with any one of the Dream Team right now. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more about today's guest at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. Animal Radio is brought to you by SeniorPetProducts.com. As your best friend settles into middle age and shows signs of slowing down, SeniorPetProducts.com is there to help your senior pets live to the fullest with thousands of products for the life of your pet. SeniorPetProducts.com. Who let the dogs out? Who let the dogs out? 
time for Joey Volani's tip of the week, brought to you by SeniorPetProducts.com. If you're looking for uh, something for your senior pet or something to keep your young pet young, keep them from getting old, and keep them from being senior, yeah, check it out. It's SeniorPetProducts.com, and you can get 25% off. Now, I'm sure Miss Villani is enjoying that 25% off that she gets when she shops at SeniorPetProducts.com. You can, too, by putting in the promo code RADIOSPP. RADIOSPP will get you 25% off your shopping at SeniorPetProducts.com. That's not on any website anywhere. You can't look that up. I'm telling you now. RADIOSPP gets you 25% off anything at SeniorPetProducts.com. And they also bring you Joey Villani. I hope your uh, wife wasn't mad about that last week. Nah, Nothing. you know what? We're gonna. I'm keeping away from the radio. I kept away from the radio, but you know, who's yeah. all right? That was she heard it. Accident. I she apologize. <laughs> What's your tip of the week? Okay. Weekend? Okay. We are going to talk about a very important subject. You know what? I had a lot of people ask me this question, and I don't know why. Um, I've got a lot of emails over the past few weeks. I think there was something in one of the papers, probably back east. Um, where they probably had an, an incident um, with a groomer. I'm not exactly sure, but usually that's what happens when I get these um, questions, and it's how to find a good groomer. Mm. Now, when you look for a good groomer, the first thing you want to find, you want to look for, is an, an inviting place. Don't just pick it from the phone book. You really have to spend a little bit of time. What kind of things I mean, make it, it inviting? Just look at it. It has, to, it has to look from, if you look in from the outside, and this is a really good sign. Look to see that all the lights in the ceiling are lit. And what I mean is you don't have burnt out bulbs. All of them are crisp and clean because that's important for the groomer to be able to see it, to see everything. So you sure. want to look at it. It really wants, it wants to look like a salon that you want to go into. Now that doesn't mean it has to be real expensive chandeliers. It just has to be inviting. You have to have, you know, something that drives you there. Because remember one thing, you have to have a connection with your groomer. And that's important because if you like your groom and you like what they do and you just like that person, you're going to feel more comfortable dropping off your dog. Once you walk in the door, the first thing, smell. Smell. Okay. Uh. Smell clean. I don't want to smell urine. I don't want to smell dirty dogs. I don't want to smell anything but a clean salon. Now, sometimes, though... You know, you'll get a dog that maybe, you know, did a little something before you walked in. Look around. Does it look clean? Does it look inviting? The first thing that you want to do is when you start speaking to the groomer, see the questions that they ask you. They should just come out and just, you know, ask you if you want, you know, is your dog's um, vaccinations up to date? That shows me that the groomer is being conscientious and making sure that they're safe and your pet is safe at the same time. Okay, now they want to ask you questions about your haircut. They, they want to be inviting. The first thing that we used to always say is address the pet. Make sure that the pet is comfortable. Now, don't, not all pets are going to be comfortable no matter what you do. You can serve them a steak dinner and champagne, and they're still <laughs> going to want to walk out the door. But they want to, you know, you, the groomer should pay attention to the pet, be happy. They should have a smile on their face. You know, I've got to be honest with you. Even if it's the worst day, I used to tell my students that if the back of your salon is on fire and burning down, when you open the door to greet your client, you make it sound like it's the most wonderful day that you've ever had because that's what they, sure. they don't want somebody that's grumpy. I'm not going to leave my dog there. And you know what? It changes your whole viewpoint when you do that because then all of a sudden you do feel happy. Make sure 
that you tore the salon. And if they offer it to you, that's even wonderful. The first times we walk them through, show them oh, the whole good. process of what where your dog is going to be. And you don't want it hidden. When groomers say, no, I'm sorry, you can't go back there. Um, mm -hmm. I don't know. It's going gonna, it's gonna to stress the dogs. You know what? Run away. There's no reason why. We had clients that you would come in. And I had one um, one gentleman, and he was a um, sergeant in the, and I, I forget if it was the Army, the, the um, Marines, but he had a Cocker Spaniel, and he loved the dog. And he had to stay with the dog. He really didn't, but he wanted to. Uh -huh. You know what? We bought him his own smock. We put it on him. Okay. He stood there, and we put him to work. We said, sure. you know what? If you're going to stay here, you know, you're going to hold the dog. You're going to see what it's like. The good thing about that is, is they get to see what the groomer goes through because it's not it's not always you know fun and loving sometimes the groomer goes through a lot but that's part of the process don't let them hide anything from you okay and just ask questions and you know what the last thing is make sure you have a happy dog when they leave the most important part yes definitely okay that's, that's the that's the most important part those are. I can go on and on. Well, you know, those, the, are, those are those are good. Those are good to start with, and those are probably the best advice you have given thus far. And all all the advice you've given has been spectacular. How to pick your groomer and what to look for when you walk in. If they can't change a lousy light bulb or the place stinks of urine or something, something is awry. Turn around, walk away. Run. All these. The great John Nash put that in my head about the lights, and he's the one that and trained it's stuck. you. He's the one that trained me, and his whole thing, because we had, the place was full, you know, full of lights, and if one light bulb was out, he would see it from the street, and he stuck, and, and he was right. When you looked in, if one light bulb was out, it was dingy. He says, you know what, if people think you are neglecting your salon, they're going to think that you're neglecting their pet, and you know what, he's 110% right. Judge Joey Volani, ladies and gentlemen, boy, I would never want to be judged by you. On <laughs> Animal Radio exclusively is tips over at the website at animalradio.com. Which means... Try Stella and Chewy's molto bene, molto bene. Is that in Italian? That, that yes, sounds like it an is. Italian there. Stella and Chewy's. Not, it's not an Italian food. No, it sounds, sounds like it. It does sound like it. Yeah. Doesn't it? It's We're going to Stella and Chewy's. We're going to get something to eat. <laughs> well, I know that Ladybug Studio Stunt Dog, she goes crazy. We can't even say the word Stella and Chewy's around her anymore. We have to, you know, we have to say, do you think she wants some S-T and C-H? And she's starting to know what that means. She's starting to spell, too. She knows that it tastes good. We know that it's natural goodness for dogs made with raw USDA-inspected meat. And it's raised naturally. There's no added hormones. There's no antibiotics. We would like to give you a sample of this to try for your dogs. A free sample. All you have to do is send us a self-addressed stamped envelope. The address and details over at AnimalRadio.com. Stella and Chewies. Okay. Have a great week. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye. See you later. This is Animal Radio Network. Network.